Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with guests Pastor JP and Heather Funk. as tools, not just to gain our attention, but to destroy idols in our lives and then rebuild us. Doesn't it say in Jeremiah chapter 18 that the Lord is the potter and you are the clay? If he's the potter, does he not have the right to make out of you the lump of clay anything he wants? God will use hard times to make you a better person. In fact, he'll sometimes put you through difficult times so that you can become the person that you've asked him to help you become. This is important to realize because it means that Christianity isn't always easy. Sometimes it's a path of trial and tribulations. And here's Pastor JP and Heather in the book of Joel chapter two as they begin their message, Restoration. If, if all we did was come together and sing songs, you know, and fellowship and learn and, and then, you know, eat, this would be no more than a club. And if that's all we're doing, if that's all that this means to us, then this is not a church. But this church, we partner in the gospel, in the work of sharing the gospel. And we all endeavor together. Some teach, some preach, some administer, some go to the streets, some love, some counsel, some buy their gifts, some greet, some serve frittata, you know. <laughs> hey, if it was only frittata, it, it wouldn't be the church, but because the church redeems and restores, and that's our theme tonight. I'm not gonna tell you how to rebuild your car. That's just my least uh, fun subject to, to do. Uh, but I wanna turn you tonight to Joel chapter two. Joel chapter two, if you brought your Bible, we're not gonna read the whole thing or anything because it's, it's quite long, but we're gonna take out from it, starting in verse one, blow the trumpet in Zion, sound the alarm. So <laughs> here to sound the alarm, guys, our time is soon coming. The world is winding down. The signs are everywhere. And what that means is for us, it's, it, it's time, time to lift up our heads. But Joel, in his time, through great calamity, had this vision. He had this vision of destruction coming a great invasion of locusts eating every living thing in their path. 
just like a fearsome army that cannot be stopped. And they just strip everything away, exposing the roots. Picture after Cat 5 hurricane, you know, there's no green thing left on the trees. It's all gone, and most of them are uprooted. That's what we're talking about, just this great army of destruction. And it's the Lord that's sending it. Verse 10 says, the earth quakes before them, the heavens tremble, the sun and the moon grow dark, and the stars diminish their brightness. John the apostle picks this up in Revelation chapter 9. We see the fifth trumpet of wrath blowing, and the abyss of the earth opens up, and it unleashes a swarm of demonic locusts in a picture that reflects this here in Joel's vision. But instead of a vision of hope, it's a vision of a final plague. Joel's vision, however, is a picture of impending disaster that's sent by God to chastise his people. Verse 12 and 13 say, Now therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping and mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Now in Revelation, that's done. That's the final destruction. Those, that's his final wrath being poured out, but we're not there yet. And so really the same picture that's in Joel he has the, the power and the authority to send an army into your life. And what is he asking from us? Hmm. To repent. So I came into this tonight having two questions. We'll get to Heather in just a second. I have two questions. Two very profound and very deep questions concerning the Lord. First one is, how is it that we as mortal men and women fear catastrophe and calamity concerning our personal security and stability, but we can ignore the greater potential of judgment from a righteous God. Jesus said, don't fear him who can kill the body, but fear him who can take and put both body and soul and cast them into hell? And the second question comes with the first, will that same God use destruction, humiliation, and calamity to save us personally from judgment? Will he use those very things to save us in an orchestrated plan to deliver us from our own foolishness? Our theme tonight is um, restoration. And if you're wondering how that all connects, I believe the Lord at the final season of his wrath is going to let go of an outpouring of destruction, a great wrath before restoring it all before a new heaven and a new earth is going to be a great destruction. So yes, 
If you're wondering, I believe that God will use disaster and crisis as tools, not just to gain our attention, but to destroy idols in our lives and then rebuild us. Doesn't it say in Jeremiah chapter 18 that the Lord is the potter and you are the clay? If he's the potter, does he not have the right to make out of you the lump of clay anything he wants? If it's marred in his hands, can he not push it back down on the wheel and start over? Absolutely. Am I not the potter and you are the clay, says the Lord? Well, as for me personally, I had a lifelong problem and stronghold of idolatry in pornography and masturbation in my life. Now, I know as I say that, most everybody in the room is going to have a very strong reaction. You're either going to be tightened up and think, uh-oh, God's going to get me now and convict me, or you're feeling like, oh, that's disgusting, JP. Or some other form of shame, fear, regret, or just freezing up because we're talking about this. Like most men, for me, it started when I was an adolescent. My parents were very old school, and um, I don't think they would have been too open to talk to me about pornography. Even if they knew how to, they probably wouldn't really know how to talk about its potential with me, uh, even if they knew how much it was going to entrap me. They were old-fashioned. They were old-school. Anyway, I had a very shameful secret from about age six. A girl in my neighborhood um, and I decided that we would expose our private parts to each other out of curiosity. It was her idea, but I quickly didn't object and went along with it. I didn't resist. Well, that sounded good to me. I was curious. And we vowed never to tell anyone. And I didn't. I didn't tell my parents. I didn't tell my friends. I never told anyone. So I had, a, at a very early age, a deeply embedded secret shame. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. During this season that's filled with uncertainty, we know that one thing is unchanged. God is in control. We encourage you to take time daily to spend in the Word, in prayer. As with many churches across our nation, Calvary Miami Beach is holding church online. We'd love for you to join us. Go to calvarymiamibeach.org to connect to our Sunday virtual service and be sure to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more messages. We also know how essential prayer is during this time and we want you to know we're already praying for you. Is there anything specific we can be lifting up to the Lord? Please let us know through our prayer request form at calvarymiamibeach.org. Would you do the same for us? 
please keep Pastor Robert and our church staff in your prayers, as well as our nation's leaders and those affected by this virus. Thank you for praying, and if you feel led to support Main Thing Radio financially during this time, we would be grateful. You can donate online at calvarymiamibeach.org. That's all for today. Thanks for tuning in to Main Thing Radio.